0: Hello, it's me, Ben Pavlo, host of the Raising Yourself Up podcast, and I wanted to take a minute to let you know that I have a new book that was just released. It's called The Young Adult Starter Kit, 12 Steps to Being a Better Person. It's available now on Amazon, and I also still have my Self-Help for At-Risk Teens book. So go ahead and please check them both out and enjoy the show. Chapter 15 Money Make it, save it, and invest it. The ways to make money are endless and more accessible than you may think. In this chapter, I will share with you not only ways to make money, but also give you insight onto how to manage it, save it, and invest it. I'll also talk about how it works to use other people's money in the form of credit. I have already touched on some ways to make money with technology, getting a real estate license, and a few other methods throughout this book. Read on for even more ideas. Make Your Money the Legal Way Before you are tempted to break the law for money, stop and consider the consequences. You won't get away with stealing or any other form of illegal activity for very long. Everyone gets caught eventually, and when you do, I can assure you it will not be worth it. Between legal fees, fines, and losing your freedom, You will regret your actions. It will have lasting effects on the rest of your life. It's best to start legally and stay that way. If you have done nothing wrong yet, keep it that way. It's important to know this information so you're not persuaded when negative opportunities present themselves. There are more legitimate ways to make money than you could imagine. Based on my personal experience, when you work for something, you will appreciate it more. Driving for money. Having a driver's license offers you the freedom to travel, but it could also be valuable in helping you earn money. You could go a step further than a standard driver's license and get a commercial driver's license, which would allow you to drive bigger vehicles. Tractor-trailer drivers often get paid extra to travel outside their local area. Becoming an over-the-road driver can have many benefits. There are always jobs available for those with a commercial license. If this is something that interests you, There are schools that offer training and teach you how to get this type of license, and they often assist you in finding a job. Having a driver's license will give you an advantage in getting just about any job. A non-commercial driver's license allows you to drive any vehicle under 26,000 pounds. These vehicles can include small box trucks, food delivery trucks, pickup trucks, or any car. A few examples of things you can deliver are office supplies, furniture, flowers, and packages. You might also want to deliver pizza like I did when I lived at the Jersey Shore. Search local businesses in your area to see which ones are looking to hire drivers. You could search the old-fashioned way and look in a local newspaper, or you could search online and find a job close to home. Look for something with flexible hours that will work with your schedule. When you have a clean driving record, you can always find a job. If you do not own a car, sometimes you can drive the company's vehicle. Employers are always looking for a reliable person with a clean driving record. Having a license can give you more opportunities than you can imagine. Getting your driver's license is one of the smartest decisions you can make for yourself. Another way you could earn income with a driver's license is to become an independent contractor. This type of work means you are your own boss and usually requires you to have a personal vehicle, but there are some exceptions. When you have a job, you're considered a W-2 employee, When you're an independent contractor, you become a sole proprietor for tax purposes, and you'll receive a 1099 tax form at the end of the year for the money you earned. As an independent contractor, you're able to write off your expenses, such as gas, tolls, car maintenance, mileage, and more. These expenses are deducted from your earned income and will reduce the amount of taxes you will have to pay. Examples of independent contractor driving opportunities are rideshare services. Where you live and the time you're reading this book will determine the opportunities available to you. We are all familiar with the big ones, such as Uber and Lyft, but there are others. Some of these include food delivery services. In most cases, they don't pay you by the hour. You get paid for the service you provide on an individual delivery basis. The company will take some fees, but in most cases, you can get paid almost instantly. I have worked with Uber and Lyft accumulating 500 rides between the two companies. I did this part-time for a couple of years while living in Florida. Rideshare driving allowed me to get familiar with many of the beach towns and the theme park areas. I would turn off the app and explore places I found interesting between rides. It was nice to get paid to visit new locations, and I met a lot of interesting people from all around the world. There are books you can buy to learn more about how to avoid some common mistakes made with rideshare driving. Do your research and ask questions of people that have experience with each company you're considering. If there are reviews about the company, you should always read them before making a final decision. New companies are starting every day, so look to see what's available in your area. You can work with multiple companies at the same time. You don't need multiple phones, you can just switch between the apps. That's what I did, and it was not a problem. Just do your research first, as what I am telling you could change at any time. Go the extra mile. Whether you're working a job or operating your own business, do what needs to get done without someone having to tell you to do it. Going the extra mile means doing more than is expected of you. Work smart and hard at everything you do. Being reliable and showing up on time makes you a valuable employee. Developing these habits early in life will ensure you have the foundation of a good work ethic. Dependability will set you apart from most other people. When something important needs to be accomplished, people will know they can count on you. Possessing these qualities is part of your character and will serve you well in other areas of your life too. Getting a job When applying for a job, there are things you can do to increase your chances of getting hired. Once you have decided on the job you would like to apply for, do your research on the company and the position. Apply online or in person, depending on which the company prefers. Be sure to provide accurate contact information so they will be able to get in touch with you. It's also a good idea to follow up with them and make sure your application was received. This follow-up will give you an opportunity to let them know you're excited and looking forward to hearing from them. Some jobs require that you submit a resume, which is a history of your work experience, education, qualifications, skills, and references of people who can vouch for you. Your resume should be tailored to the type of work for which you are applying. You would, therefore, want to list previous jobs specifically related to that job application. There are many online resources to assist in the preparation of a resume. You can create one from scratch, or you can use a template. Always include a cover letter with your resume, and consider having an adult help you if you're not sure how to do it. When you go for a job interview, be on time for the appointment. Better yet, show up 10 minutes early. Wear nice, clean clothes, have your hair combed, teeth brushed, and look well-rested. You will want to make a good first impression. Looking good and feeling good will give you the confidence, which employers can usually sense and is what they want in an employee. Enthusiasm and a positive attitude will sometimes get you further than the actual skills required for the job. Most employers will be willing to train you on the specific skills needed. Explain that you're a self-starter and you are coachable, teachable, and ready to learn. Often, the most valuable skill you can have is to show a willingness to learn. Getting Creative If you're not old enough to get working papers, you'll need to be creative and learn how to hustle. You can do things from home, like making arts or crafts or something else that you could sell locally. Are you good at painting or drawing? How about working with your hands, repurposing old things and making them look new? You could also wash cars, cut grass, babysit, or tutor someone in a subject at which you excel. Maybe you can make and sell jewelry. How about becoming a dog walker or a pet sitter? Think about the ideas I gave you in the technology chapter. Have you thought of any small business owners who could use your technical experience? Have you considered becoming a social media influencer? If you think creatively, I'm sure you can come up with some ideas. Don't be afraid to ask someone for help. Earning Money While You Sleep Much of my life, I worked in construction and odd jobs requiring physical labor. I was trading time for money on an hourly basis. When I was 28 years old, I was introduced to a way of making money I never knew was possible for me. I think you deserve to be aware of it. I wish someone had taught me about it sooner. It's called residual income or royalties. These terms may not be familiar to you, but you see people on TV every day who make money this way. Residual income is when you do something one time, then get paid repeatedly. Popular examples of this are in the music and movie businesses. When actors make a movie, they film it one time, then they get paid every time it's played in a theater, watched on TV, or purchased in any form. Musicians also make a ton of money this way. They make the music one time, and they get paid every time a song is downloaded or played on the radio. In the movie and music business, this is known as royalties. Authors of books also get paid royalties this way. They write the book one time and get paid a percentage every time someone buys it. If you write a good book now, it can earn money for you well into the future. The more books you write, the more money you can make. The concept of doing something once and getting paid repeatedly fascinated me. I never imagined this was a way I could make money until someone showed me how. I learned this concept in 2006 when I became an independent representative for a company in the telecommunications industry that offered a way to make residual income. Their latest product was a video phone. It used a high-speed internet connection and gave you the ability to see the person you were speaking with. This technology was relatively new back then. There were webcams and Skype, but this was different. It was exciting to learn how I could sign up a customer one time and every month when they paid their bill. I would get a percentage. This was a game changer for me. I never wanted to make money any other way after learning this method. If this interests you, there are many companies in the home-based business industry. Typically, getting started only has two basic requirements. You must be 18 years old and be willing to pay a small startup fee to join most companies. If you can get excited about the product or service they offer, you'll have a better chance of success. Do your research and make sure the company is legitimate before you give them any personal information or money. You could read some reviews and check with the Better Business Bureau to see what their rating is before making any commitment. After a couple of years with this company, I discovered other industries that offered this way of earning an income. It was amazing how many opportunities there were for ordinary people like me to make money this way. This newfound knowledge led me to discovering how to make money on the internet. I became obsessed with finding new ways to use technology to create an income and to get me out of doing physical labor for money. Internet Marketing This section is about using the internet to create multiple streams of residual income. Internet marketing, affiliate marketing, and ways to use the internet to make money are something anyone can learn how to do. You could look at some of my old YouTube videos to see what I was doing when I first got started. Affiliate marketing was a concept that blew my mind. We all refer things to people every day, but we don't usually get paid for it. Have you told someone about a good movie you saw recently? When they went to the theater to see it, did you make any money? If you were an affiliate of the movie theater, you would have earned a commission. When I built a website for someone who was going to use it to sell something, they usually needed several systems to make it work. I would then refer these necessary monthly services to my customers. Every month, when they paid the bills for those services, I received a small commission. It didn't cost them any more money, and I got a referral fee from the companies whose services I shared. This concept of affiliate marketing is still something I use today. When you understand how it works, you can use it as streams of income for yourself. Go to the bottom of any major website and look for a link to its affiliate program. Sign up for a free account. Once you are approved, you will receive personalized links you can share. You can email your links to friends and family or set up a website where you can promote all your affiliate products in one place. If you are under the age of 18, you may need an adult to set up these accounts. If you don't have an adult to do this for you, learn as much about this concept as you can until you are old enough to do it for yourself. There is a lot to learn about this topic, and you are never too young to start learning. Managing Money When you have money, you must be smart about how you spend it. This also includes your parents' money. Try not to waste money on things you don't need. If you make a habit of being careful about what you spend your money on now, you will have a lot more when you need it later. If you intend to get your own place to live or buy a car one day, it will require that you save money. Save now so you have a sizable amount when that time comes. I briefly mentioned earlier in this book how expensive it can be to live on your own. Another significant expense will be buying a car. I know it's tempting to buy expensive shoes or clothes, but it's often unnecessary. It's not wise to overspend on clothing you will ruin, outgrow, or only wear once a year. Don't get caught up in paying extra for name brands. Get something that looks nice at a reasonable price and put the extra money in the bank. If you spend every dollar you get, it will be impossible for you to have savings to fall back on in case of an emergency. It's okay to treat yourself occasionally, but don't let money burn a hole in your pocket. Just because you have money doesn't mean you need to spend it. Consider going food shopping and eating at home instead of eating out all the time. This choice is an important decision you can make when managing your money. Realize how much things cost when making a purchase and shop around for lower prices when possible. If you're in a store and an item seems expensive, pull out your phone and see if you can get a better price online. It may take an extra day to get it, but you could save money. Keep track of what you spend and you will start to realize how much money you waste. If money is scarce, the last thing you should do is waste it when you have it. Don't think of this way of living as being cheap. Just consider yourself as being a smart, thrifty person. Saving money The most effective way to save money is to have a bank account. If you're under the age of 18, you'll need an adult to co-sign for you. Find someone you can trust and open a checking account and a savings account. Then open your own accounts when you're old enough to do so. The checking account will be for everyday purchases and will have a debit card attached to it. You should use this for daily purchases like food and the basics you need to get by. You'll also use this account to pay your bills, which you'll have when you're on your own. Your savings account is where you'll put the money you don't touch unless there is an emergency. Put extra money you don't need for daily living expenses into this account. Saving your money this way is how you will have enough money to buy a car and move into your own apartment or house when the time comes. Putting as much money as you can in savings now will ensure you are prepared to make big purchases later. When you have a job, your paycheck can be deposited directly into your bank accounts. Be sure to have a percentage of your paycheck deposited into your savings as well as your checking account. If your employer pays you in cash, put it in the bank right away before you find a way to spend it. Do not keep a lot of cash out unless you need it for something specific. When the money is in the bank, it's easier to forget about it. Using this advice as a guide will help you get in the habit of saving money. There's an old saying, out of sight, out of mind. Anytime you get a sizable sum of money, you should put at least half in your savings account. Birthday money can be an excellent opportunity to build up your savings. Remember, your spending money will be in your checking account. Use the strategies I mentioned in the managing section. When you get a discount on something expensive, deposit the money you saved in the bank. It was money you were willing to spend anyway and you won't miss it. As you get into the habit of saving, it will become easier as time goes on. Challenge yourself to save a certain amount of money by a specific date. This goal will motivate you to get creative and find ways to earn more money. Don't forget, keep it legal. Investing your time and money. It's useful for you to understand the concept of investing. You can start by purchasing something inexpensive, find a way to increase its value, and sell it for more than you paid for it. Finding ways to make your money grow are all around you. Let me give you an example of how this can work for you. Let's say you go to a yard sale and they are selling a bicycle for $20. It's a good quality bike, but it has a flat tire and a rusty frame. You can buy it, fix a flat tire, sand down the rust, and use a can of spray paint to give it a fresh look. Then you can resell the bike to someone for $50 and make a profit of $30 minus the couple bucks you spent on a patch kit and spray paint. This is a small investment of money and a little bit of your time. Now you can take this profit and reinvest it into something else. This is just an example of something you could do right now, to take the money you're earning from the odd jobs you're doing and making it grow. I want to help you recognize the opportunities that are all around you. Have you ever seen a nice piece of furniture in someone's trash? What if you took it home, cleaned it up, and painted it, then sold it for $100? Doing this wouldn't require much money and would be a good investment of your time. You could do this all week and then have a yard sale of your own on the weekend. When you start to think creatively, you will be amazed at what you can do. You can also have long-term investment strategies. Start learning how the stock market works so you can understand how to buy stocks in publicly traded companies. You can start with a custodial account if you're under 18 years old. It will require an adult to be on the account with you. Once you're 18, their name will be removed. You can invest from your computer with an account through an online broker. I have learned the basics of online trading in the last few years, but I wish I had started earlier in life. Online trading is not something you'll learn about in high school, so do your own research. Small investments like this can earn you big profits over the next 5 to 10 years. This is an example of how you can get your money to work for you while you're out doing other things to make more money. Having different investments are how you create multiple streams of income. You can also learn how to invest in real estate. People buy houses to live in, but they are also a good investment. When the value increases, they can be sold for a profit. This profit can sometimes be significant and used as a down payment to buy another house. People also buy houses and rent them out to someone who pays a monthly payment. This is called being a landlord and can be very profitable. Many people make a living through rental income. There are also ways to buy cheap houses that need work, invest in fixing them up, and sell them for a profit. Real estate can be a good investment if you know what you're doing, but you can lose money if you're not knowledgeable. There are many ways to invest money and something you can learn more about with a little bit of research. You can get books from the library to learn the details of how these different investment methods work. The things I have mentioned here are only the tip of the iceberg. Making money is easy, even if you don't think so right now. You can learn and understand more about money by reading books and magazines on the topic. You can see how rich people have made their money and find out how they invested it to make their money grow. Once you have some money, you can invest it and have your money work for you. There is no age requirement for learning about money. The more prepared you are now the better off you will be as an adult armed with all the knowledge you gain. The best investment I have ever made has been in developing myself. Investing in yourself will be one of the most rewarding things you ever do. Understanding Credit Having good credit will allow you to borrow money from banks and other private lenders and pay it back with monthly payments. Using credit is how most people buy real estate. They use their good credit to get a mortgage loan. It's also the way you can walk into a car dealership and buy a car with no money down. If you have good credit, it can be more valuable than cash in some cases. Credit is also essential in getting approved for a credit card, which gives you the ability to make a purchase today and pay for it later. Your credit is based on a score ranging from 300 on the low end to 850 on the high end. If you have an 850, you have the best credit possible. This is a very hard thing to achieve But you don't need your score to be that high to have good credit. Anywhere around 700 is usually good enough to get approved for most loans. The higher your score, the lower the interest rate you'll pay on a loan. If your score is too low, you may need to get someone with better credit to co-sign for you when applying for a loan. You can build your credit by paying your bills on time. Consider having your cell phone account in your own name to help you build credit now. Keeping your credit card balances low will also help your credit score. Paying the balance in full is best and will help you avoid paying interest. Building good credit is a topic you can learn much more about on your own. I just want to give you the basics and make you aware of what credit is and why it's important. It is essential to make smart decisions when using your credit. It can take years to build up good credit, but one poor decision can ruin it for you in an instant. Self-education These are all things I learned through self-education and personal experience. I wanted to share this financial information with you because I believe you deserve more of a financial education than a basic math class has to offer. I'm sure this will be helpful to you. Yes, you can learn some of this through college, but it's more valuable to learn it on your own now to avoid making mistakes early on in life. You can take courses, buy books, watch videos, and research any of these topics right now at any age. For you to become the smartest version of yourself, you will need to take the initiative and become your own teacher. Stay in school and learn as much as you can, but never stop educating yourself with specialized knowledge. In the next and final chapter, I will talk about more of the personal development and self-help strategies I have used to change my entire life for the better. I have spent tens of thousands of dollars in the last 14 years of my life learning this information. I'm about to give you the cliff Notes version of everything that has worked for me and what I know can work for you.